Welcome, welcome, welcome. Today is March 23rd, 2023. <laughs> <laughs> fucking dick. All right, you couldn't wait. No. You couldn't wait. All right. It's all about timing. This is episode number 15. We have the usual subs- suspects. I'm Johnny Zero, and Trainer McCauley joins us, hailing from Oshawa, Ontario. Welcome to the Punk Rock Dadcast. We are not exclusive to dads, moms, or those who can or cannot procreate or choose not to. We are just two dads who love punk. We're here to talk about punk. Local, unlocal, old, new, large and small, no rules, no holds barred. Being a punk show, listener discretion is fucking advised. Thank you for wasting your time with us. Questions, comments, want to start a fan club, want to make us stickers, a shrine to our excellence, email us at punkrockdadcast at gmail.com. And also visit us at punkrockdadcast.com we may or may not get back to you today we have mr matt mccoy aka handsome matt aka blondie aka shagadelics 5000 welcome to the show (laughs) thank you thank you i like to make up just uh nicknames about people right on the spot and they pretty much are all the same (laughs) and and did you mention it was episode 16 it's 15 i thought it was 16 i I have 15 sorry i have sloppy writing (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> so i erased last week which was 14 to put 15 on the on the schedule for today all right we're yeah anyway it's march 23rd and i do that every week right march yep 23rd okay which i actually wrote march 22nd <laughs> but i said 23rd I, well the theme song I was playing was like oh shit i wrote that wrong yeah 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 i don't yeah. think anybody fucking cares but anyway here we are here we are. So, Matt. Welcome. Welcome, Matt. <laughs> Glad to be here. Glad to have you. Uh, I just gave Matt a tour of the the basement, the basement, the uh, the Hydra. Uh, this is a, uh, we, we recorded my basement and this is a pseudo recruit, re- recruiting, recruit, recruit, recruiting as well for Fight Club. We also recruit for Fight Club. Uh, it's a lot of kids. Well, um, yeah, I'm actually, I'm a little offended. I'm glad you brought that up. There's naked babies on the wall. <laughs> Never mind album, actually. Just kidding. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My daughters are very interested in that uh, album for some reason. Hmm. Um, but yeah, welcome. Uh, Matt, Matt gave me a lot of compliments on the bullshit that I have on every corner of this fucking basement. And it's like every fucking dad's what dream to be done here yeah it sounds like matt's in his happy place <laughs> yeah. right now I, I i have failed as a home maker as a dad cave construction e <laughs> and now i have my my checklist goals and, uh, i have goals and i'm gonna meet them guaranteed there's a studio in one corner there's a theater in one corner there's a bar in one corner and then there's a, a dartboard so uh, I mean, it all kind of flows. There's a lot of fucking cables that hang out everywhere, and and, and most of the ones you can't see are hidden. <laughs> and this lovely lounge we're sitting in. Oh, the Shane's the Shane's lounge. The Shane's lounge. <laughs> can, I, can I just say you had me at Jagermeister? <laughs> I'm actually gonna call Machine. it a Stains lounge. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> not just you. It's fucking breastfeeding. Um, so yeah, Sorry. Matt, tell us a little about yourself. Well, used to be a roadie, if you can believe it, and it changed my life forever. And doing that before I was a dad uh, was the greatest experience, and I think helped me appreciate being a dad because I traveled all over the world without a care in the world as a bachelor, and um, did it long enough to get sick of it and wanting substance. But though I'm missing it again, and now that my kids are growing up, I'm thinking. Hey, man, 
Time to go back on the road. How old are your kids? 14 and 19. 14 and 19. Yeah. So what did you do after you started having kids and you wanted to stay home, you wanted to stay local, you wanted to stay, you know, a uh, family guy? Um, what did you do in the meantime? Actually followed my dad's business, fits in hot tubs, whirlpools, jacuzzis, and that's how I met Shane. Yes, and I appreciate that. You did an awesome job on my hot tub. Is it still working? It's still working. <laughs> it is. <laughs> none, none of the pumps are making noises. So you guys met each other because he fixed your hot tub? Yes, and it was through Nick. Oh, wow. Okay. Nick, Nick cool. hooked me up with my and And did you grow up in Claremont, too? No, but I went to the same school as the Claremont boys. Oh, okay. So okay. I know all the Claremont boys. So I'm surprised I didn't meet you earlier because I was a Claremont boy. So Nick yeah. is... Nick well, is, I met... Dustin, your yeah, brother. Yeah, of course. Of course. Claire, Dustin was, Dustin knew fucking everybody in Claremont. Nick is who we had on the show a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Who was a um, pyrotechnic um, officer? How do you say that? Pyrotechnic Tec technician? Technician. Pyrotechnician? Yeah. Yes. Pyrotechnic technician? <laughs> uh, um, for such bands as Blake 182 and Taylor Swift. And we chatted extensively about that. We're definitely going to have him back on the show. He's a great dude. Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Yes. Yeah. And but this gentleman who's sitting in my uh, father's couch right now <laughs> that actually reclines if you uh, you know want to take a break. That's very um, nice. Yeah. Uh, he introduced Nick to that business, that industry. Is that correct? Yeah, I had to find someone at a replacement because I was starting a family and he had a gas license. We were in bands together. I used to go to his house and Blue Rodeo would come and hang out with his dad. And it was a crazy time growing up as a child. I was always immersed with music. That's a really crappy capitalist mentality of your business, though. You have to find somebody to cover your shift. <laughs> yeah. No, I, they, they were, you know, I, I remember uh, Lorenzo, the uh, the vice president of the company. He's like, I can't lose you. What yeah. am I going to do? I said, call this guy. He's Italian, too. He's the gas guy. He's a drummer. His timing's perfect. He's, I, I guarantee you he'll fill my spot. And uh, sure enough, man, he uh, was introduced and hit it off right away. Not only does Nick miss it through uh, the whole shutdown with all this uh, pandemic shit that's been going on, yeah. but um, he, 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 he misses it as, at least as much as I do. And for he sure. enjoyed it for the years he did it. And and. The more I get vaccinated, yeah. the more I'm wondering if that word is a fucking true statement. Plandemic. <laughs> well, the, the sad thing is we never got to tour together. I oh, wish yeah. if Nick and I were on the same tour, that would have been next level. That would have been a killer. Yeah. Yeah, you know? for, sure, for hey, sure. I just passed the torch to him. Yeah. You yeah. know, but what would have been epic because we grew up learning music Do you think together. you still have the chops? When was the last time that you did that by yourself? Do what by myself? Uh, pyrotechnic... Uh, I blow shit up all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, professionally. <laughs> oh, shit. That's another story um, off the record. Uh, yeah, no. So it, it would it would be there would be a learning curve. I'd have to get back into it. Um, it's I, I'd be more responsible now than it was back then. I'd probably be like less likely to like light something I didn't want to catch fire and just like doing a fact that was epic and everyone cheered instead of said no 
but be like, hey, whatever <laughs> happens, happens. Let's see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Just do a couple cool. of a yeah. uh, couple of uh, weekend uh, fireworks, you know, May two fours before you get started. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it depends what country you're in because yeah. you do get to travel all over the place, and there's different rules for. Yes, you and I, I I believe Nick was saying uh, Canada, and I think it was the UK. Germany. Germany was the two strictest. Yeah. Places. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, he would probably know that more than I do because he's a rules regulations guy and a, a more of a cowboy. Like, <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. is anyone looking? Yeah, let's make this happen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I'm with you. I'm I'm pure redneck, believe it or not. Oh yeah, I'm oh, yeah. like like let's just bullshit <laughs> out. I'm supposed yeah. to as long be, as nobody gets but hurt. I'm fucking not. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I grew up on a farm. I'm a redneck punk rocker. Yeah, yeah. I grew up on a farm in Woodsley, Ontario, which is. Uh, <laughs> Just south of Bell River, which is about forty minutes outside of Windsor, and oh. just some fucking flat ass land. That is like uh, Michigan. Yeah, basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're like Kid Rock. <laughs> <laughs> I never actually went and saw him. You know what? Oh my I, god, I got a Kid Rock story. Yeah. Oh yeah, let's hear it. Let's have it. It wasn't a concert, but we were doing a, a promotional laser design productions thing in uh, Las Vegas and our boss Doug Adams he was good friends with uh, Bob Rock or Kid Rock as you know him oh yeah and uh, his, his yeah, real name is Bob Robert. Yeah. Oh, Bob. I had no idea, yes. yeah. Yeah. I had no idea. <laughs> and he uh, so he was at our kiosk to kind of drive in you know and attention so we'd get more contracts more bands and stuff and we got to chill with him for the day got to take this picture with my boss and shoot the shit with Bob it was fucking sick that's crazy. He's he's as real as you could fucking like he, he the, he's the same guy you you hear about on the radio as you'd see anywhere like he's he doesn't change. It's Robert uh, James Ritchie. There you go. Wow. I actually uh I saw a uh, a snippet from, you know, it was in a meme or something like that. And I totally forgot that he was in Joe Dirt. Oh. And I was like, "Oh, that makes perfect sense." Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I think that the character of Joe Dirt was based off of him anyway, so, you know. I had to have it out with uh, Mr. Bob Rock, actually, because he claims to be the real McCoy, and uh, I pulled out my I'm license. Kid Rock, and I'm a real McCoy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. I, I, I'm the fucking real McCoy. I can prove with my license. And that, that actually backfired me one time. I was in uh, Australia, and oh. I was sitting down having lunch. I was on the, the JT tour, Justin Timberlake tour, sitting down with the sound guys. And one of the sound guys was, uh, he looked like The Undertaker. He was seven foot tall. Oh, yeah. Fucking long hair, beard. Like, he looked like The Undertaker. He was fucking scary. You didn't really, I never really approached him, but the sound guys were like, all right, I finally got you both sitting here. Who is the real McCoy? And I, I'm Matt McCoy. He's fucking Earl McCoy. And before I could say anything, he goes, you could spell real with my first name. Yeah. I'm like, Earl, are you? I'm, you got me. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. the Earl McCoy. <laughs> so, so <laughs> Smart parents, man. True that. They, so, so you know what's funny is because I work for 94.9 The Rock, um, we actually have the real McCoy kid. burgers. We ha- no, we have oh, the real. Yeah. We have the real kid rock who claims to be the real kid rock. He was. The oh, kid yeah. rock. Didn't he just die? He did. He just passed away. What was his name? The real Kid Rock. No, he had a real name. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know. I remember that. The, all the rock guys were like really into this guy because he was yeah. at every show and yeah, he was just he was a real at, champion he, yeah. for rock and roll, you know? Yeah, and he was a long, long time did listener. He, was he actually a musician? I don't know. I'd have to look back on that. But 
I remember seeing something about that. Yeah. All the rock guys posted the you know, R.I.P. the real the real uh, kid rock real, because yep. yeah. 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 That's what happens when you but, party too hard. Yeah. Speaking of party too hard, we're gonna play some Andrew WK in a minute. There we go. When it's time to party, we will party hard. Party hard. You might not think he's a fucking punk, but I fucking do. Yo, I love that for shit. sure, for sure. I know a lot of punks that listen to Andrew WK. Yeah, man. Absolutely. I mean, I know it's like, you know, sort of techno psycho babble, but you know what? Shit. That guy's nose actually bled for that album cover. Oh, yeah, I <laughs> if know. If that's not punk rock, I don't know what is. So while we were playing that song real quick, uh, uh, Matt and I were talking about uh, the old backyard parties and stuff like that, and... And Matt was building stages. And I had a quick question because uh, I was at a backyard farm party out by uh, White's Road in Pickering. 
Yeah, you're probably at my house. And was that your house? Yeah. And Nick was there, and the awareness, yeah. the awareness played. Uh, awareness. Um, Astrot maybe. A bunch of other bands. I don't know. I was wasted. I, probably. Sometimes I had. What bands you didn't get the playbill? I didn't even know. But but there was like skids and eventually couches. I think a couch went on the fire eventually. Sounds legit. It sounds maybe like you. Yeah. A big fire. Yeah, that's that's in the coordinates of yeah. <laughs> the vicinity. But there was a stage built off of the back deck. No, no, no. This one, my mine was down the down uh, a bit of a ravine. We oh, had okay. A, a huge pond, Tarzan rope, fifteen foot diving board, and then we built it into the trees. Oh. And, and had a fifty by thirty foot tarp to keep the band dry. Built a drum riser, and uh, yeah, had. Like I said, A-Strat, uh, bands from Hamilton inside. Like We had party buses of bands and, oh. like, and, ro- and you know. Um, okay, my party was definitely smaller than I went to. Yeah, no, this, <laughs> we, we had, I'd, I'd rent porta-potties. I had to get oh. people on barbecues, like grilling. Like my, my friend's dads would be like just grilling hamburgers and hot dogs to feed people. Like I said, I had to get porta-potties so people had somewhere to go. Yeah. More, you know, take care of the girls. Guys know what to do. Yeah, for sure. But, for um, sure. yeah, it, it got to the point where there's like just naked girls flying off Tarzan ropes, <laughs> swimming in my pond, and a sea of people. And honestly, only one time out of probably 10 parties of like hundreds of people did we have like Fights. altercations. Yeah. And I still have the billy stick the guy took at me because my buddy Matt Kendall saw this guy coming at me he's now the milkman he's an mma fighter he goes to thailand all over the world he fucking represents and even back then man he fucking saw someone mess with me because i asked him to leave they were causing shit with everyone and i said you gotta go though like, who the fuck are you I'm like this is my party and i'm telling you to leave so like oh yeah all right so these five guys rushed me matt took them all out no. i got their extendable bully stick to this day as like a <laughs> no memento way. yeah he had my back man and they they, they why would somebody bring a back. fucking billy stick to a party like they that. said they're coming back with guns but they never did they're just no way. fuck off yeah no it was it, that that's what you don't want at a party but and th- that actually was really the I last i believe party. them though if they're fucking an ajax or pickering yeah no they were they were um like city boys and they they, they, you know, I, I imagine they had that capability, but fortunately, no one else got hurt. But it, it got too big with the cell phones and people like, "Yo, come check out this rager." Yeah, yeah. You would invite. What 50 year people. would you say that was? Uh, this is going back like two thousands, ninety eight, ninety nine, two thousand, like into the late. 90s. It's unbelievable what we think of as an impossible party even now, and that was probably close. Call it twenty to twenty five years ago. Yeah, and like the shit that like. Our fucking kids will never party. Well, well, <laughs> not like this, man. Not like it, this. It's like we talked. Uh, I think early on in episodes between one and four, I think about me and Barry from. Yep, the awareness. It wasn't the awareness the, not back the, then. Not the awareness. It was, I think, a uh, good time, Charlie, or somebody yeah. like that. Uh, me and Barry through Bush Hog for OntarioPunk.com, and it was a uh, Altona north of. Yeah, now you like can't that. even get them out to do a podcast. But we had we had flyers <laughs> up. Yeah, I know. But we had flyers up everywhere. We had tons of people coming out, and the city, like the transportation and the police, said no, no one's going. Like shut us down. So we moved it to the dungeon. Uh, like just shut us down. 
Yeah, I was lucky. I was in a like a cul-de-sac in a valley, and my only neighbor was a musician as well. So they didn't care if we had parties. And my dad had three acres, so we're literally tucked away in a valley, yeah. at, like Concession Road and Brock Road and Pickering. And I was throwing these ragers for so long. My buddy Jack Martz, he's on Spotify, phenomenal musician, and he's pure indie. Like he could have been famous. Uh, then a stiff paycheck, whatever. But he's kept true to his roots, and yeah. you you hear his music, and it's him. Like he's not playing it for anybody else, for himself. It's almost probably therapeutic at that point. For sure. But he goes to me because, like, I would rent a lot of equipment. Sound. Nick could actually grab his dad's studio gear. Like I told you, he jammed with like uh, Blue Rodeo and shit. He grab all that studio gear all the speakers and mixers and everything i'd rent a bunch of lighting or buy it it's smoke machines and then build stages and shit get all the lumber and then uh um to the point where we throw these ragers and have all these local bands come and play and my buddy jack i remember him saying to me he goes he says why don't you do this for a living he's like you're throwing all this time and energy and it's costing you money you should be making money and i was like 19 at the time and I looked into it, and there was a college course for that. So I, for I was sure. like, you know what? Music business management or something? Uh, it was a technical production program. Uh, and I did it not in Durham College. Like, I, I went to Oakville. I could have went to um, Humber College in Toronto, mm -hmm. but I chose to go, like, way far away from all my friends and family because I had to pay for it, take an OSAP loan. Parents didn't support it at all. And I went to school, and I even rented a basement to a grandma's house because yep. I just wanted to focus on this, and this is my dream, my passion. And I graduated with honors and so got a fucking scholarship. And you're, you're tip for you. And, did, and my, my dad, who said, screw you, I had to quit like a, a serious job with my dad. I was a foreman of his company on the bridal path in Toronto. Wow. We, no we, shit. We That's had where my owner of the company lives. Yeah. So we, we, oh, I, shit. we actually had the contract across the street um, from Prince's house. Yeah. For, uh, um, uh, I think that's where Drake lives too. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. just down the street. Yeah, and it was uh, for like Green Park Homes, Mark Silverstein. Yeah, and we had his contract to like do the demo, and we did such a good job. We all we also did the rebuild, put a three hole golf course like in the valley. No shit. Thirty five person cinema in his basement. You should have seen this shit. It was no fucking lit. And I was ever all the all the fucking contractors. I was are in charge of everyone. And they were all mad, like the con the electrician was yelling at the plumber, everyone's F this, F that. I'm like, this is what I want to do for a living. So I'm like... That's what I do for a living, by the way. <laughs> I, I get you. That's, it's yeah, fine. Like, yeah. That's what I do now. Similar, I'm a, yeah. like a contractor. But at the time as a kid, I'm like, I wanted to follow my dream, and I yeah. did. And my dad disowned me. He actually kicked me out of the house, and I moved in with this like grandma, rented a oh, basement, damn. studied, got a scholarship, and actually found a job and follow my career to the point where my dad at one point said i'm actually proud of you like i thought you would have it would have been a waste of time and a pipe dream but you actually went to school for something you got a career in that's amazing man and you yeah. can travel the world fuck man i i was on tour with green day in australia and i'm gonna hear all about that my cousin because <laughs> yeah was living there at the time and my buddy i went to college for for that program his brother was studying in australia so me my cousin brooke and uh, my buddy Eddie, we went skydiving in uh, Brisbane, 14,000 feet off the coast of Brisbane, falling to our death. And my buddy Eddie actually almost died. 
and I had the video. He was a student, so I actually had to pay half his way to even go skydiving because he didn't have much money. But the night before, we're at a hostel partying hard, and somebody had, <laughs> saw a sign like, oh, go skydive. And we were like, yeah, we should do that. Well, somehow we woke up and realized we actually signed up for it. And they, <laughs> <laughs> they, they threw us on a bus. That's what we did last night. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. All of a sudden, we wake up hungry. The hangover. <laughs> yeah. We're on yeah. a bus signing your life away. Like, if you die, it's not our fault. In yeah. Australia, no one will know if we, you know, our body's not recovered. And um, yeah, but I was like, fuck this. I want to remember it. So I got the uh, the video or pictures or whatever. For so sure. you actually pay for a second guy, which is insurance, actually. I recommend that if you go style diving get the video because if your oh, shit yeah. fucks up he could grab you and potentially save you true that but my buddy eddie who's a student my shit won't budget, fuck up it'll be flying in the air beside me dude his fucking shoot didn't open <laughs> you know what i'll just go scuba uh, uh skydiving skydiving with fucking spider-man do just, it just goes and you know catches you in midair yeah dude my buddy eddie his you could see in my cousin bird's video his chute didn't open it's flailing in the wind Jesus. and Jesus he had no idea he's falling to his death and then like he went tandem so the instructor behind him cuts that chute pulls the reserve it opens up he had no idea he's that close to fucking dying so the land on the that's ground, the insurance that he paid for no that was just <laughs> like a just the extra guy you following know, you he didn't pay that was the guy he was strapped oh, to panicking so when they landed that fucking guy who he had to jump with they were like we've never had this happen they had to pack and unpack his chute like 30 times Holy while we were shit. waiting for our video and shit because it was like that close like dude like you almost killed this guy and you have a video of this yeah no it's on my because my only me and my cousin got the photo and video we had bank we're working but yeah, he was yeah, a student yeah, yeah, yeah. so if he website, fucking eh? died man <laughs> can we can we share this on punkrock.com yeah I got it probably in my truck in my laptop man. okay cool fucking cool cool we'll nuts. share this we'll share this with oh, our, yeah. our listeners yeah, so you, you drove here with a uh, a tour bus did you it could be converted into such things what uh what what kind of vehicle is this just a big high roof ford transit 250 van that's like you know you can see their rvs in some spot but i'm gonna sell it because the transit missions fucked i'm getting an rv i'm getting a tour bus i'm buying a tour bus i miss it <laughs> yeah, yeah i want to live on a tour bus again Let's <laughs> can go. you do that at your Current state in life? Uh, you know what? I don't think the kids will complain, and I don't have a wife to answer to, so <laughs> I, it's kind of my decision. Let's go. Damn, dude. Well, if you need a fucking tag along, <laughs> and you're going to see fucking Green I, Day again. I actually need uh, some of this in, in the basement to gear it out and, and make it like a fucking band on wheels, and we could just fucking cruise the country throw shows dude i have no I'll idea do the pyro. To... I'll, blow, I'll blow shit up awesome <laughs> i have no idea how to, to make money off of what i do here i just spend money buying fucking bullshit <laughs> <laughs> okay so we'll talk i i've learned how to make you know okay money and yeah. uh i can blow shit up and you obviously know how to make good music because this shit is the best fucking gear setup this is i've such, ever seen you in know my what life. This is a really DIY gear, and it's really geared toward punk you and metal. Modest motherfucker! <laughs> no, it's, it's really good. The most, I've never been in a man. I've been in. I've never been in a man cave like this. But this is man cave to a whole nother level. Yeah. Oh man. This isn't a man cave. It's no. a fucking you, studio. You live it, so you don't understand. For me, fresh, being here for the first time, I, I. I'm man. glad you think that because I jerk off right where you're sitting. <laughs> I've already busted two loads. <laughs> this is crazy. All right, yeah. Let's, you want to play some uh, Green Day, and we'll head into some Green Day stories. Yeah, we can do that. What, what song do you want to play? 
I know what I want to play. Anything off of Kerplunk. Kerplunk. Again? Keep talking. And or, you know what? No. I'll, yeah. I'll cue up a, 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 an album because I have an album. Okay. I want to ask Matt a quick question because you mentioned earlier about being a roadie. Were you actually like a roadie roadie before Pyro? Uh, no, well, just with the concerts in my house, but no. Oh, going okay. With Pyrotech. Oh, okay. You I weren't actually a like a band roadie, like unloading and loading gear. No, when that? I went to school, like it prepped me for that. Oh, okay. But okay. Then I I couldn't even find a job when I got out of college. I, I I was fixing photocopiers for Xerox, but how I got the job fixing photocopiers for Xerox, I was at a bar and the drummer was a mad musician. He was insane, and it's like, hey man, nice drums. He's like. He's like, really? I'm like, do you give lessons? He's like, uh, yeah, but you gotta join my uh, my Scottish pipe band for the Legion. I'm like, honestly, no way. If, if I can learn how to play drums like you, I'm down. So fucking, I was I was uh, doing like weekly lessons with him. Yeah, and um, learning how to play the snare drum like in a Scottish pipe band, how to wear a kilt, would do like the you know the fucking parades and shit for the santa claus parade and shit yeah yeah and town, then yeah. he's like uh you need a job um, he was the vice president at xerox he got me the cushiest job with xerox it was freaking amazing i hated leaving it but when i got the opportunity for pyrotech i i just i i just it wasn't even a question I'm yeah like, sorry dude i hate to burn this bridge i love you but i've just found my dream job yeah i get to travel the world with music it's so, impossible not to turn that down though so so you're no, it's actually not. So your dad eventually became proud of you for becoming what you did. Yeah, for, for yeah, for following my dream and act because he thought I would spend all this money going to college and then never use that degree or career. But right, I actually got a career. Uh, I graduated with a scholarship, like graduate with honors, and then. Not at first, but when I found the job and the career, yeah. basically my brother-in-law's cousin was touring with Kiss. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, where does he work? And my brother was like, yeah, fucking here's his number. And he's like, yeah, man, fucking it's just in Markham. Like, so your, oh, your brother-in-law worked at Pyrotech? No, my brother-in-law's cousin. Oh, okay, okay. He's like a friend of a friend. Yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. So you right, did right. Pyro for Kiss? No, my, my brother-in-law's brother -in -law. cousin did. I tour, I, like, I, oh, okay. I helped out with their shows from time to time. They're coming back for some right. reason. <laughs> so, and what about your mom? Uh, She's supportive? Uh, she kind of bounced to Vegas 15 years ago, never even met my son. And, oh, no uh, way. Yeah, it's a shitty story. Okay. Yeah, so uh, we could cut that out. <laughs> no, well, you know, I we always talk about uh, our podcast also being therapy. She sessions. wanted, well, she wanted me to be, uh, to tell you the truth, she wanted to be a movie star. Uh, she ran an extra agency uh, when I was a child growing up, and I got to be in movies with Dennis Leary, uh, Kevin Spacey, uh, which I think has uh, been canceled, stuff like that. You got like, to be? Yeah, so I was in this movie called The Ref with Dennis Leary. Okay. And it was, it was legit. I was a stand-in. I got, so, it was in grade nine, and I was making like $70 an hour to just get dropped off by my dad in, into Toronto. Yeah. Catering, fucking, I just have to like go in and do a couple scenes. And like, I had so much money, it, it wasn't even, it was insane, but I didn't like it because I didn't know what I was going to do next. Yeah. I didn't like someone just, hey, this is what you have to say, this is what you have to do. Like, you don't have control over that. You're just an actor. You're like, 
you know, you, you don't know if you have to take your clothes off or yeah, yeah, kiss somebody. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to be in control. I wanted to, so right. I, I didn't like it, and my mom despised that because she kind of got the money and spent it. I yeah. didn't see all of the rewards, and I didn't pursue it. It's, you know it's mean? funny too because uh my family was always big into acting too like no way. my my dad's been in many movies and my brother's been in TV shows like uh Rodevin Lee. Oh, okay. He's in the opening credits if you ever rewind and watch that cuz it was shot outside of Claremont. Right, right. Um I got dragged into it for a bit uh a few commercials when I was 2 years old. I think I was 2. Um I got narrowed down. It was me and one other kid fighting for the commercial for Jello with Bill Cosby. No way. And the one job I had was to make the, the Jello wiggle on the spoon. Yeah, yeah. And all he had to do was make it wiggle, but I kept eating it. <laughs> <laughs> I was a fat baby. Oh, nice, nice. And I kept eating it. Yeah. And they went with the other kid because I kept eating it. Yeah, fine. But I think it's probably safe for that. I didn't go with Bill Cosby. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, I think you saved yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, again, uh, my he's parents. He's children, I don't think. I think he's just into fucking vulnerable women. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, again, I wouldn't I wouldn't have got paid. My parents would have got paid. But uh, along with, like, family into the biz. So my uncle, you know that song, My Boy's Done to Play in the Big League by yeah. Tom Cochran? Yeah, yeah. So that music video... Uh, my uncle Marty was the father of the child that you know got killed in a car accident. So and that whole fucking music video is my uncle and this child and doing the fucking like you know taking his kid to hockey. So no shit. Yeah. So you know like a lot of my family's been into this kind of scene. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, it it just wasn't for me. You it's know? really yeah. great how incredibly unfamous all of us are, and how. How we have Much. so many connections. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. How, like, we've just been part of so many incredible things. Entertainment and everything. They shot a movie once. Yeah. In my no, hometown. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to play some uh, some Green Day. Yep. And then we're going to get into some stories about uh, Matt on the road. Uh, what happens on the road stays on the road. Well, you can tell us whatever you're allowed to. All right. I'll tell you guys, but don't tell anybody else. All right. <laughs> This all's called 86.
That was 86 by my favorite band in the world, Green Day. And I believe Matt has done some work with the band and would like to tell some stories. And I am hard and uh, tumescent with anticipation uh, waiting for all of these stories. <laughs> well, wasn't that glamorous? I was the guy to sit on top of the stadium to make sure it didn't burn down. It's a big uh, stadium tour. You were the guy on top. Yeah, I was always on top. That's the way I like it. <laughs> and um, yeah, shit was blowing up. And it was like World War Three up there. I, I literally is like, what kind of fucking job is this? I'm like, at one point excited and another point terrified, but obviously loved every minute of it. Um, but uh, yeah, at the end of the show, the last cue, at the back of the stage, in uh, the the band's name Green Day would get lit up with these gerbs, which were like sparklers, like a thousand sparklers all lit up as Green Day. And I was the guy to load them, fire them up, and you know it'd be crazy. And then the outdoor fireworks would go nuts. But while we go back to the hotel room, fucking Billy Joe and the rest of the band, fucking they called up my crew chief, the head shooter, uh, Kevin Hughes. And I was like, hey man, what's up? He's like, not much. He's like, hey, you mind if we uh, come by to your hotel room? He's like, uh, yeah, sure. Why? He's like, oh, we just want to hang out, man. So to your room? No, to, to the crew chief, uh, <laughs> Kevin yeah. Hughes' room. Right. So they roll into his room, fucking trash it, drink the mini bars, TVs through the windows, no fucking. Way. Did you ever watch that dumb movie that he was in called, uh, uh, what's it called, Ordinary World? No. Oh, yeah, he basically does that. He's like this dad, and it was like, I think. Who's this? Billy Joe. Oh, okay. It was like 2016 or something. Sorry to interrupt. It was no, a it was dumb good. fucking movie. I love it because. I don't know. Because <laughs> of Bill Joe. He was he was married to uh, S S Selma ha Selma Blair in that movie before she had all the fucking weakness. And uh, he had a kid. He had a couple of kids in that movie. And he worked at like a hardware store. And like Fred Armisen comes in and he's like, "Dude, you have to rage. It's your fortieth birthday or whatever." And like you know he does. He rents this fucking expensive hotel and trashes the crap out of it. And then like you know doesn't give anybody any information. And actually Joan Jets in it for like five seconds. And, uh, yeah, it was just funny. And I was like, man, I know I'm like an old, I'm not even old. I'm like just a dad now. And it's like, I just resonate with this so much because like, I always wanted to be, and like in the movie, he's not a fucking rock star. He's just a dude in a band who happens right. to also be a dad right? and like plays weekend shows and shit like that. And it's just like, check it out if you haven't yet, because I don't know. It just makes me feel things. So, so real life. Billy Joe. Yeah. Trashing hotel rooms. Yeah. <laughs> well, well it was his hazing. So this was the crew chief that had like pyro shooters hazing. So he wakes up in the morning, has to check out, and he's got like thousands of dollars of damages to pay. And he's like, what the fuck? So he pays it. Oh, and then like the next day, they're like, he gets called into the dressing room like, yeah, man, here's a check for the damages. Here's, here's we're, 10 grand. Yeah, here's 10 grand. Like, we we're just fucking with you, man. It was fucking fun, though, wasn't it? <laughs> you know? But actually, when we're in Australia, fucking, uh, we had an after party at this comedy club, and they had something called a penis puppeteer. Oh, I think I've heard yeah, of this. Yeah, I have too. Yeah. Dude, Does he make a cheeseburger with his dick? He can do amazing things with his dick that you've never seen. But the crazy thing is the drummer goes in and takes a shot off his balls. So he pulls his fucking ball sack out, puts a shot of vodka in it, and fucking... Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> Satsu shot off his balls. It was like this isn't happening, man. How do you, this is rock how do you, and roll. You have to kind of flip yourself up. Yeah, down. he's just like flip. Like it had to kind of. Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. It was it was it was live. It was a club. Like there's tons of people watching this. All right, was, Johnny's gonna yeah. try that later. Believe it or not, I've actually seen that online for some reason, and. Uh, yeah, I erased my browser history immediately after that. <laughs> but you know what? Uh, you've you've got to wait three weeks for the gear to get back, you know? So anytime you do something uh, off coast when you're a roadie or even in the band, obviously, like the, the for the gear to get to somewhere like Australia or Asia, it, it, it they put it on a slow boat and it takes like three weeks to go. So you've got either three weeks to find another gig or fucking vacation and you get a choice. Are you going to stay where you're at or go home and see your family? I chose to stay in fucking Australia, hang out with friends, go skydiving, fall into my life. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, like, live so to see another day. So how many years did you work as a pyrotechnician? So about six years. Six years. Yeah. Because Nick did it for, like, 19 years or something. Did 17 uh, years or something? I don't know about that. No, well, he he said he was on tour with Blink for seven years. Yeah. So I don't know well, about... Well, he said he was in the industry for 19 years. Okay. So I don't know if that includes I've, his entire. I forget. A- I stopped pack. counting my age when I hit twenty-five. What's so my age again? <laughs> yeah, for real. Um. Fuck. So, um, going back to Australia and your 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 downtime, uh, the uh, parachuting story. Did we talk about that on air or was that off air? I forget. I think it was off air. Think it was remember about the yeah yeah so uh, you know i i fortunately have my cousin that grew up with that met this bloke soft talk as we call him <laughs> <laughs> that's why that if you want to diss somebody in australia you call know what soft if talk. you're if you're uh going on a uh uh excursion what's it called falling from the sky uh, uh, parachuting adventure with somebody and he's behind you i would hope that he's a soft guy <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it would be uncomfortable otherwise. Uh, yeah. Well, but, it might hold you up. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> keep you attached one way or another. Yeah. Well, good old Safcon. I, I feel like we talked about this on air. See, I can't make left or right of it now. I don't think we did. So no, I proceed. think we talked about it off air. Yeah. Shit, son. So, yeah, fucking, I was the last guy to get in the plane. So, being on the road and having full catering 24-7, I put on a lot of weight. I was a fat mofo. <laughs> and we wanted, we, we somehow were staying at a hostel. All of a sudden, we wake up. They're like, uh, hey, by the way, you signed up for skydiving last night. and the, yeah. the bus is leaving. Hop the fuck on. Sign your life away. So all of a sudden, we're on a bus. Sign our life away. There's stickers on the bus of devils with parachutes, <laughs> like with this, like, flickered snake tongue coming out yeah. going ha, ha 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 we're like what are we doing you but die. we were committed we were like we none of us wanted to pussy out we're like you know somebody thought this was a good idea at the time so i don't want to puss out the three of us my cousin my buddy eddie we ended up doing it we fucking get on this plane but i'm the last one to get on because mine the guy i had to go tandem with like you have to for your first time you have to like go well with, i mean go he had a somebody. soft cock so yeah well yeah 
my first time I would want to uh, tandem dive for sure. They make, have you ever been? They make you. No, no. I had the opportunity to. Okay. You, you, you suck then so because a, it's the best thing of, I've ever done. It in is a couple the most of weeks, we're going to have to go and do this together. I will totally do it. I'm totally down for it. Call me. I'll go again. I swear <laughs> to God. It was the best fucking I think we could do this in Claremont, actually. I just don't want to pay for it. That's <laughs> paragliding, actually. And somebody died yeah, there. Don't yeah, do yeah. That. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. That's where I got. Don't go paragliding. Go yeah. skydiving. Well, yeah. my wife did it, so I'm allowed to now too. Well, I would do tandem. The the, the funny thing is you about can't this, do, you have to do tandem when you're first time. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I'm down 100. percent I'm pretty sure in this country. I'm down 100. percent Let's yeah. go. Yeah. I'll bring my GoPro. Cool. So here's a problem Clearly with like <laughs> being in another country. So they look at me though. They go, "How much you weigh?" I'm like, "I don't know, like uh, 200 pounds." They're like, "Well, how many? How much in kilograms?" I'm like, "I don't know. <laughs> I don't know kilograms." They're like, "Okay, one minute." So everyone's on the plane. I'm just standing there with my dick in my hand, and then all of a sudden, this guy eating sausage rolls. He looks at me, goes, "How much you weigh?" I'm like, "I don't know, like in pounds, like 200." He's like, "16 stone, he, mate." He, he goes, "I mate, I don't think a parachute." can hold us both and then i'm like okay well is there somebody else he's like nope strap on and he fucking throws me on his back we're the last people in the plane and it was already full with so many people we were my feet were already hanging off the plane on takeoff i'm already half out of the plane with this guy going yeah i don't think our shoe could fucking hold us so i'm like already heart panicking we fucking go up fourteen thousand feet which is the maximum amount you can go like with the first time as a skydiver and this fucking guy dressed up as a clown who was who, who is the guy to videotape you like no he was shit. he was solo but he's like the guy you paid to fucking videography and picture you yeah drops the worst fucking fart oh, and we're, we're we're in like a plane this like, like as, wind. yeah we're like there's nowhere to go you were choking you behind him dude you couldn't wait <laughs> to get into the fucking plane Fourteen thousand feet couldn't get soon enough uh, anyways we jump out of that motherfucker i'm the first one to go no choice he throws me out and on my descent it was the greatest thing I ever did just don't open your mouth i mean <laughs> could you imagine the diet of a guy who jumps out of a plane for a living from Australia, right? No, it, it's that's all sausage rolls. He all he eats is sausage, <laughs> kangaroo, <laughs> egg rolls, cabbage rolls. Essentially, it's anything that starts with roll or ends with rolls. The 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 worst part is though, you could see in the back of my video, my buddy Eddie's shoot didn't open. And he's tandem as well. And he has no idea he's falling down to his, his death because the guy is behind him who's panicking, realizing, hey, man, we should be slowing down. We're at like 10,000 feet. So he, had, he cuts the shoot off, pulls the reserve. Luckily, that opens, and it's all caught on video. And you're like, that guy almost died. And, and he's a student. He's my buddy who had no money, but is like, Jesus. we're either doing this all together or not at all. So I paid half his way. I almost paid for his death. How oh. do I explain that to his fucking mom? Oh. So thank God we all survived. But it was it was a close call. Was it call. cash or credit card? It was cash. Yeah, and, you're not liable. And while we're waiting for the video <laughs> and pictures to get done, um, they had his instructor pack and unpack his shoot like 30 times yeah. to make like dude what did you do wrong this is the first time that they've ever had a, a, a parachute not, not fully deploy oh so it was like i've never seen someone closer to their death in my life i'm like you know why that me? doesn't scare me because i'm suicidal already <laughs> no if i die <laughs> i fucking die <laughs> you, you know why that doesn't scare me 
because nobody's going to yell at me when you're dead. When your time is up, your time is That's up. That's right. Yeah, if it was meant to be, he would have been done. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. If you're meant to live, you're meant to live. If yeah. you're meant to die, you're meant to die. Look, I plan on living a healthy and fruitful life. What was it that somebody said? Oh, did you guys ever watch Firefly when that was a thing? The movie? No, the show. No. I don't know the show. No. Um, somebody said... Um, oh, Firestarter. That's no, it was like uh, there's a bullet out there with your name on it. Uh the trick is to outlive it before it catches you or live a long life before it catches you or something oh, okay. like that. And it's like, damn, true. Yeah. That bullet could be any form of death, right? Yeah. It doesn't have to be a bullet. Yeah. Like Final destination shit you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Russian roulette. Yeah. You fucking risk your life walking out of your door every day. Well, that's, Not to make anybody here agoraphobic or anything. <laughs> no, it's no. It's just like, you know, you get in your fucking truck and you drive to work. And that's the most dangerous thing you're going to do in your life. Damn straight. That's why I can't live in a safe society because every day you leave your house is a potential that it's your last. So you might as well enjoy every fucking moment and live it to the fullest. And you can't wait for an easier time in your life to be happy. So you might as well be happy in the worst time of your life. And then you'll always be good. Like I can tell you what I've been through in the last year is, is the worst horseshit that anyone's been through, but I've got a smile on my face. I'm optimistic. I'm looking forward to the future. I got a beautiful family and I am happy, man. And like to be here with you guys, I want to spread love and joy. And I, I, I'm just, I'm living the dream, man. And Same I'm just, man. I, and I'm making it up as I go. There's no control. There's no script. There, There's literally me making it up as I go. I'm self-employed, just like you, Johnny. And if, so what kind if of I, contracting are you doing? I, I, okay, I do a lot, but I try to specialize in fitting like jacuzzis specifically. Oh, yeah, that's right. okay. So your indoor uh, jacuzzi tub that you have in your ensuite, probably you have like a jacuzzi tub in your ensuite. Yeah, a lot of, a lot you, of homes you, do. You did mine last summer. Uh, well, that's a hot tub. So sorry, it's actually okay. Different. I was just gonna say now's the time to do a plug. I have a question for you. Yeah, and this is totally not related to fatherhood or punk rock. But if you were to add one of those into an upstairs, yes. do you need to add? Um, electrical power. yes yeah so yeah. do you do that on the exterior of the home or how do you do sometimes that? you have to but okay. usually there's already power there because like yeah builders back in. in the day yeah. oh, they've already sure. got no, it I've, I've definitely seen that too but the newer tubs usually require more than one circuit yep. they got multiple motors yep. that kind so of shit. a lot of my customers right now are uh removing those and then putting in steam showers that's 220 so yeah. then you yeah. still have to bring electrical yeah, you could, but sometimes you can drag it up with the same line. Yeah, sometimes like, you can't. Like you probably have like a, a downspout here. Yeah. You know, you find wherever your uh, yeah. plumbing goes from the basement to the roof, and you can fish it through that way. Yeah. So you try to avoid having to run on the outside, but I, I, you know, if there's electrical, I got an electrician to do it. Yep. And if there's no other way, sure, yeah, he'll just run a conduit outside and make it happen, drill through mm-hmm. the side of the house. But you know, people who are adding steam showers to their master, though generally don't want to see a fucking big conduit running on the outside of their house. But you normally can't add steam showers to a master. You got to actually totally renovate the bathroom. A steam shower, you, have, you got to waterproof it. 
like right. with that Schluter stuff right. or Weddy stuff. Yep. And then even the ceiling, people don't realize the ceiling has to Gets be on moldy. a slope. Yep, for sure. You got to put on a slope. Otherwise, while you're in a steam shower, you're dripping hot steam on you. Yep. If it's a fl- if it's not made properly or converted properly, so slope the ceiling so that the water vapor drips to the wall, mm-hmm. and then the vapor will deteriorate behind the tile. So it has to be waterproofed. And uh, yeah, use the Schluter system or Weedy system. I'm certified in both, but you probably are too, man. Fucking no. No, it's a free. My course. guys are though. Yeah, well, it, there you go. You start to point the finger, I man. That was my yeah, life exactly. on the road. So, so, so quick, uh, quick sponsorship here, Johnny. Mm. The name of your contracting? EJP Contracting at your service. And Matt, McCoy Whirlpool Spa Repair. Cool. There we go. There we'll go. plug you guys both. That's yeah. our sponsorship for for today's episode. Yeah, man. I don't know that I want to attract the type of customers that listen to this podcast. <laughs> But thank they, you. They'll we'll do that. They're not going to pay you, but they're all offer you a beer. Yeah. Hey, yeah. thanks for fixing that shit. You want a beer for that? Yeah. 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 Unfortunately, that doesn't pay the bills. You never know who's listening. No. You never know. But you know what? I mean, I expect that the people who do hire me slash us would understand that we do this type of thing. Right. We fucking drink on the weekends. We... Enjoy make life. fun of fucking punk bands and you know have a good time and you know there could be there could be that Shane's lounge there could be a, there could be that guy or woman out there yeah cooking All or types, barbecuing man. listening to our podcast going yeah. you know making a hundred grand a year yeah. going Shane, yeah Shane was actually saying that uh, this year and I think this is a great idea uh, we should do like a big fucking barbecue. With all of our guests yep. and introduce them to each other, I think this would be a fucking never-ending wow. weekend of fun because, like, the people that we all bring down here are just like from different worlds, and like you're meeting me today for the first time, and yep. we're instant friends. And like every fucking person that I bring here to meet Shane, or Shane brings here to meet me, we're just like, holy shit. How the fuck can we have never met each other, first of all? We are all going to get along. Oh, like, uh, yeah. Everyone is so... Yeah. We spent three hours with each other during these podcasts. You know? and it's like all smiles and giggles and laughs and Jaeger. And like, you know, it'd be great to just... Uh, except for Jen. Jen, <laughs> Jen, Jen will need uh, a, a vegan menu. <laughs> yeah. The, Which, the, hey, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's okay. not going to be part of the barbecue. I'm, 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 I'm used to barbecuing for my mom, so... Oh, is she vegan too? Yep. Really? Yeah. Your well, mom's vegan? Well, vegetarian. Sharon? Vegetarian. Oh, yep. I see. Yeah. Mm, cool. She'll eat burnt chicken. I mean, like, <laughs> a lot of dudes that have lived life on the road will fucking flock to a barbecue like seagulls, man. Like, we're fucking... Yeah, kindred spirits when it comes to fucking burning meat. Yeah, <laughs> well, to to be a roadie on the Paul McCartney tour, you had to be vegan. There was no what? meat on that tour. No shit. Not kidding you, man. And you like, did the Paul McCartney tour? I didn't, but we had the contract. Oh, okay. And uh, I I just was I, that's why I didn't get it. I'm like, give me some fucking chicken, give me some fucking steak. Are you kidding me? Yeah. But it was like literally that was a prerequisite. Send me bags of pork rinds, yeah. bitch. Give me the fucking. And that's crazy because he's really good friends with Dave Grohl, and Dave Grohl just went and did that whole 
450, 500 people in the middle of LA after that uh, natural disaster and like did a big barbecue for all. Of yeah, them, right? he was killing and grilling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I did the Foo Fighters, uh, you know, for a while. Some of their Canadian shows, anyways. Fucking the In Your Honor, Honor tour and uh, fucking beauty. Fucking uh, did the lasers with uh, Pearl Jam, but unfortunately, fucking with Pearl Jam, they have a different set list every fucking night. Yeah. And we're like three months into the tour, and they uh, weren't playing any songs that we had the laser designer doing the tour, doing the lasers for. So they, they yeah. cut us out of the budget, oh, gave us yeah. a bottle of wine, a check for five grand, and said, thanks for coming out, bud, but we can't justify you being here, and got right. cut out of the Pearl Jam tour. You know what? Eddie Vedder literally hands you a bottle of wine at five grand chat and says, see ya. From your perspective, that would piss me off because, you know, you're solicited for a tour and you're prepared. But, like, from his perspective, from from an artist's perspective, I totally understand that, too. Like, it's like, shit, we can't. You know, he's not going to change his no. ways or set list. No. He's he's we in his wanna, groove. Yeah, man. we want to play. Yeah, the next song they, I tell you to play all night long. Right? Every night, he and I do that with my band, man. Like we we have like a general set list that we want to do, but like sometimes it's not even that. Like uh uh, somebody will shout out, "Hey, play Freebird," and we'll fucking do it. No, fuck that. Like, but we'll we'll feel the vibe of the crowd, and it's like we'll just. Go and play, you know, hey, uh, I think uh, this song would fit really great right now. Maybe move that one up and then move this one later sort of thing, which I totally get. But, I mean, I never was really involved with, uh, you know, a, a laser <laughs> laser crowd. Freaking laser. So, like anyway. so I, I was talking with freaking laser beams. I was talking to one of my best friends, uh, Matt Rock. Yes, Matty boy. You, you met him at Chris Card's party. Yes. Uh, Chris Chris Card, I went to school with him. Me and Chris Card actually uh, DJed our own grade eight graduation. <laughs> Didn't Chris play "Sweet Child of Mine" for he Russell? May- yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's the first friend I lost. Uh, uh, he he died in a car accident. Russell that, Johnson. That's right. Leaving he, a party. Yeah. So, yeah, and I, I think I think there was almost a lawsuit towards the party owner the host yeah so i actually saw him that night it was a friday night and i saw him at ultramar and no no, uh yeah it was ultramar and he was he was able to buy cigarettes with canadian tire money and i was (laughs) i was filling up with gas and i'm like russell what are you doing man he's like just get some smokes i'm like yo we're going bowling come with me he's like no no i'm going to a bush party i'm like all right man peace out and that's the last time i ever saw him three days later i'm at his funeral wondering why my friend is laying in a casket looking as beautiful and alive as to be like wake up russell oh, man. and uh he yeah probably wasn't getting cigarettes no way no with oh, canadian shit, tire no he did he did but he just went to a party and yeah, and had too yeah, much to drink yeah. and and it was unfortunate like Fucking, for at 18 to yeah. lose one of your best friends yeah. it was it was heartbreaking i know i know um same with uh that same era. It set us all straight, though. You Dar- know, we're Dar- like, wow. Darlene Oblinas. I don't know if you knew her. No. Uh, I went to school with her, and she passed away just after grade eight. Um, grade eight. Grade eight, Fuck. Claremont Public School. Uh, I don't know what happened there. They dead end road construction site hit a one of those big concrete roadblocks. She Ouch. didn't have her seatbelt on. Went like fucking 100 feet through the windshield. Fuck it. I got the phone call from another Claremont friend. But yeah, like, Claremont's been 
crazy. They've been riddled with it. Well, Jack, my buddy Jack Martz is from Claremont. And I, like I said, he's on Spotify, Jack Martz and the Lost Wages. And yeah. uh, I'm telling you, man, his music, the more and more I listen to it, um, I, I, I get it, man. Like, he's just, he's so fucking real. Uh, I don't know why he's not on the radio and, and, and making bank because... Uh, I can't wait to see him live. I'm actually trying to get him to play live at my uh, girlfriend's party for April 15th. Oh, nice. Yeah, like I know hopefully Dustin uh, McCauley yeah, can make it out. Yeah, you telling me that. We got Brent, Brent Boyer playing, and uh, yeah, if Jack's, Jack can make it out, oh, man. He played my uh, – so when I used to throw those parties at my dad's house, we actually – my dad embraced it, and for my sisters, Jack and Jill, getting married, we had all the family over in Jack Marks and uh daryl and tommy fucking they were a cover band at the time and like everyone's like where did these guys come from they could play any song on cue perfect and even like change the words and like mesh and mold and and then make it like a personal experience like you, you have no idea like this guy could have been so famous if he went like uh mainstream but he's just yeah his heart is an indie he wants to play the music he wants to play and it'll happen for him man i for totally sure. know that but um yeah man you know it's 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 nice when people hold to the roots too you know absolutely it, it's a sacrifice but in the end i'm sure it'll pay off for sure for sure you want to stick to your, your but you're saying about chris card uh yeah so uh originally matt rock yep uh how he met you through chris card's birthday or whatever um Matt Rock sent me a text and he said, uh, ask him about the Pearl Jam tour. Yeah, well, I think we met him <laughs> on the Pearl Jam tour. Yeah. Uh, he always said something about a guitar story. I don't know exactly what he means. <laughs> Are because you put, Matt, you're putting me on the spot here. Yeah, but, I know. Uh, I put you on the spot, spot, but Matt Rock's always all over the place with his stories. I don't know, so... We could skip over the story, and maybe Johnny has a song lined up. <laughs> Clearly, uh, I was having too good of a time. Yeah, I probably. And um, uh, me and Matt Rock obviously had a great time together, yeah. and my memories seemed to fade. Yeah, for sure. Uh, a guitar story with Pearl Jam. Something about Eddie Vedder. Oh, my I God. I don't know. Well, it, I, like obviously, if I had the opportunity, I would have gone to backstage passes. We would have hooked up. Uh, I did tour with Pearl Jam, and uh, oh my God, sometimes I, I I hit it a little hard, and uh, had more fun than memory. Yeah, and for sure. the things that I needed to remember and want to remember that I want to cherish, other people remember. Yeah, and I just lived it. I was there for in, sure in body, mind, and spirit. Um, let's like call Matt up and call him up. Let's 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 figure this out, man. <laughs> Fuck, I I want to know. Find out what he remembers. Yeah, I, I was there. I just don't know. Can, uh, I, can I see the, if I can do that? Specifics. Or, I mean, yeah, why not? Let's can we find can out the specifics? Can I? Yeah, let's see if I can do this over the phone right now. Maddie, 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 motherfucking rock. What's the name of his band? Uh, uh was in the awareness here. Right now he's in Black Lights, which is yeah. a cover band. Black Lights. I'm gonna try to put on some uh no effects here. This is not a test of the emergency broadcast system. This is a real thing. Keep it. 
Is that his fucking machine? Is that his is that his message machine that he's telling us that he we're live on the air? <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious, man. You're here with Matt McCoy. Matt A. Pardon me? You're here with Matt McCoy and Johnny. Oh, hey man, what's going on? Hey pal. We're trying to reminisce and figure out this Pearl Jam guitar. Shane, story. put him to the front of your mic. Where's the front of the mic? By your mouth. <laughs> there. Yeah. Okay, speak. That's uh, 40% better. Shame. All right. The bottom. I'm good, though. Okay, back it off a little bit because I'm getting a little bit too turned on. Okay. Try that. Is that better? Yeah, it's much better. Is that better? Yeah. Hey, buddy. How the hell are you? Good. How the hell are you? You know. You're stuck in Alberta, man. I wish you were here. No, he's in fucking Winterpeg. Oh, Winterpeg. Manitoba. Manitoba. Manitoba, Canada. 
Yo, I, I got to shoot a fifty caliber rifle in uh, the the mall. The in mall. Winter, winter bag. Yeah. That's did you cool. uh did you shoot any guns today, Matt? Did I shoot any guns today? Did he ever? <laughs> Is that Rhonda? <laughs> what kind of gun? <laughs> Like, uh, did you cock it and load it? <laughs> this is the first time we've had a caller. <laughs> you called us. No, no, no. I just called it. No, we. I believe we. However, we you got here. We're glad you're here. We had some confusion over this Pearl Jam story. Okay. I have a fuzzy memory. He can't hear you. I'm feeling fuzzy. Matt has a fuzzy memory of how the Pearl Jam story went down. Could you care to sh- elaborate? Absolutely. Yes. Because I was there when he told me the story. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have it. You, okay, so the way I remember it, um, Matt, you remember, do you remember uh, us chatting at Chris Card? Yes. Wait a second, that sounded like Johnny. Who said that? No, he said yes. That was you? No, that was Matt. I'm Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Matt said yes, he remembers a story about Chris Card. Yes, I did say that. Wait. Okay. So, yeah, so uh, how I remember the story going is that you were doing, uh, you got hired on uh, to do the Pearl Jam. Did you just say hard on? I think it was in the U.S. And uh, to do pyro. And like Pearl Jam doesn't have pyro. No, we did lasers for pyro, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you're saying there wasn't much. And they don't have much of, of any kind of show going on. So there wasn't much happening during that tour. And then it was time for Pearl Jam to go overseas, I believe it was. And... Uh, the crew or something said Eddie Vedder came into your office or on your door and said, Hey man, uh, we're going out overseas, but we won't be needing. We we're cutting down on the crew. We won't be needing or something. He peeled off like five, $100 bills <laughs> wallet and said, thank you. Like you're, you've been awesome and all that. And he didn't have to do that. You got, you get paid anyway. For the production. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he threw us like a, a bottle of wine of his homemade reserve. He's like, here's a bottle of wine, five bills. The see ya wouldn't want to be you. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was a super story. Which part did you remember? <laughs> uh, he just went to go pee. I guess uh, it is largely how he remembered it. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, that's largely how I remembered it. And I was there. You were there, eh? When he told me the story. <laughs> my god matt we have to have you on the show this is this is good enough for now but it's not good enough yeah you got to be here live yeah i'm gonna figure out a way to like import you via skype and i know you're uh like uh two hours into the past uh, anymore. wait you don't have skype anymore you zoom or you teams nobody skype yeah we'll do, we'll do zoom Fuck Zoom and fuck Teams. <laughs> Skype it up. I'll open up my old account. Copy Punk J. 
Whatever uh, the occasion. I should be your production manager. Make sure you guys don't try to Skype anybody. Jesus, Rhonda. You can be our production manager. Yeah. Manager. Manager. It is a uh, heavy-duty responsibility. Well, I think I'm up for the gig. What does it pay? Nothing. Weak. It, pay, mean, it, pays, <laughs> it pays in love. Weak. Yeah, yeah. There you go. From the gun show. From the gun show. You know, if you ever show up in town again, it pays uh, largely in uh, Jaeger bombs, which I'm sure you're going to be very happy with, and visits with my wife, uh, which she's a celebrity around here. So if you guys ever cross paths again, we love you. You know what? We should just meet halfway. Hollywood, Florida. Oh, oh, I agree. Totally. Going to happen. Yeah. What are you guys doing in July? <laughs> cool. So, anyway, can I request a song? Yes. Uh, from ABBA? No. Uh, no. 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 <laughs> re- re- request a real song and we'll play it for you, dude. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Huh. Say a punk song? It yeah. A punk song. No, it doesn't have to be Canadian. Um. Oh, no, I'm going to have a... Which one? Jaeger. Uh, do, do either of you like Green Day? Um, that's not Canadian, but absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> that episode with uh, the uh, Caution Inc. guys that I couldn't stop laughing. Which one? The Caution Inc. guys. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> do, do you actually listen to this shit? That's amazing. I thought we were just, uh, you know, recording this for our own, uh, you know, liability insurance. What do you, uh, what do you want to hear? Turbo Negro. Turbo Negro. Turbo Negro. I love it. All my friends are dead. That's perfect. Oh, that's an amazing song. Dead tired. I'm dead tired. All my friends are dead. Thanks, man. Love you, brother. Great to hear your voice, man. Next time you're in town, check it out. You can hit up. And if you need any more Matt McCoy stories, just call me. (laughs) Yeah, my memory gets fuzzy from time to time.
That was Turbo Negro with All My Friends Are Dead. I love the sound of Jaeger bombs happening in this basement. Did you and hear it sounds that? it sounds like this. Gulp, gulp, gulp. Except I'm a pussy and I take my glass out. I just drink it straight. Yeah, but you know what? So these um actually I have a story here. Your hair should be spiked. Yeah. You gotta talk like that. These uh <laughs> These uh, blue glasses are from my grandpa's funeral. No way. Uh, in 2012, so 10 or 11 year, years ago. Um, he was a Johnny Walker guy, but he always drank that shitty Johnny Walker red. And at his funeral, this guy, Frank, who was a really good friend of his, uh, brought these eight glasses and a Johnny Walker blue. And so we had these blue glasses and this Johnny Walker blue. And... Uh, we drank in the fucking parking lot of the church at the fucking, you know, shit. Yeah, and yeah. like, you're going like, to hell for that. Whatever. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> going to hell for other things anyway. <laughs> Me too. See you there. I'll beat you there. Yeah. Um, but like my, it was like one of the first times that I felt like really kindred with my dad and his brothers. I'm the oldest uh, boy of that gen, the next generation. And my dad is one of four boys. And, um, you know, they sort of, waved me over invited me in to take a shot and stuff and like now it's like all four of these glasses the other eight are the other four are broken <laughs> <laughs> the remaining four still remain in my bar and instead of putting them up on a shelf and like forgetting about them and like doing nothing with them and just looking at them and collecting dust like i actually use them for these types of purposes like yeah fuck they weren't necessarily made for fucking Jager moms, but you know what it just brings me a sense of community and, you know, a, a, a level of love that I can bring people in to, you know, partake in the shit that, you know, whatever. Even if I'm drinking fucking water out of it sometimes. It's just good to have around and, you know. I whatever. knew it was an epic glass. I just didn't know why. accepted it. <laughs> and I'm like, this is the, like with this shot glass in it and uh, like a sick ass blue crystal. Uh, I was like, this is legit. This but is now good. I know why. Now you know and why. I now can you know the story. appreciate it even to the next level. When my grandfather passed away, one of the saddest days of my life, because I love that motherfucker. He was in the World War Two. He was uh, one of the gunners, and uh, like in like the turret. And, um, you know, he served his time, and he lived a great life. And uh, having, being a pallbearer bearer for his casket, and watching him drive away in that hearse, that's yeah, when it hit yeah, me. You know, I'm not yeah. gonna see that motherfucker again. Yeah. And um, wow, you know that it kind of hits you. You know, yep. we, we've talked a little bit of death. You know, young people that have died at 18. Uh, my buddy Russell, and then uh, you know grandparents. And and uh, I didn't realize you were that close to Russell. Yeah, he was like my best friend. Like no uh, shit. Yeah, Chris Card. Uh, he was, yeah, he was who's best Russell? Too. Russell Johnson. His dad was actually one of the regional counselors. Rick Johnson for uh, Rick Paper Johnson Paper. was Janine and Todd's dad, right? Um, I don't know about Janine and Todd. I know Russell, and he had an older brother. Uh, I don't know Janine. You, you're you're asking me like. Uh, technical questions. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We yeah. didn't research. No. It's all, it's all, it's all Claremont history. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. He was, it's he all was connected. He was borderline. Uh, Claremont. Yeah. He sold yeah. hot tubs actually. Yeah. So actually, when uh, um, Rick 
Johnson, like Russell's dad, was alive. Yeah, he, he wanted to hire me as his hot tub technician. Yeah, he's like, "What do you charge?" I'm like, uh, "You know, like eighty bucks an hour." He's like, "Well, that's what I charge." <laughs> you know, he's like, "I can't hire you because I, I can't yeah, hey, make you. no money." I yeah. had I had sex with his daughter in, a, no, in the hot tub. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you're not supposed to mention that on a you know podcast what? that your wife listens to. It was way before I. Way, way, way before I met my yeah, wife. That's so like pre- it's, that's clear. It's, it's clear. I guess that's okay then. Yeah. <laughs> like, We're talking hot tubs. It's everything's you know? legit. We're you talking know? hot tubs. Like, uh, hot tub on. sets is off the table. It we need to, we need to make our own hot tub time machine. Speaking maybe. of, <laughs> uh, reach out to my girl. Like Sets in the hot tub, we got to do that. Uh, if you're listening, Jax, um, <laughs> I'm putting it out there. That'd be hot. Let's do it. Yeah. Has she never done that with you before? I'm not saying she has or hasn't, but I want to do it again. <laughs> or maybe again. Like, just let's do it. Let's do it soon. Like tomorrow. I'm going to see you tomorrow. So this is only a uh, audio podcast. So unfortunately, we won't be there with the cameras uh, to fulfill uh, our listeners' desires. I'm sure we'll both of sign Matt's like heavy a breathing. Dis- <laughs> we we can make this happen. I'm sure she'd be legit. Like we can make money off this. The real McCoy. That'd be great because we don't make fucking any money as it is I right gotta, now. I gotta sell hot tubs somehow. You know what? To be fair, we Absolutely. do make we do make about a dollar sixty a week, <laughs> um, because of uh, Shane's empties. <laughs> Just a dollar sixty. Yeah. <laughs> Let's add a zero to that. <laughs> or two. Shit, so. That's only 16 beers a week. <laughs> that's that a, that seems a, like a lot, doesn't it? That's a yeah. Monday night. Yeah. When you were like, just a dollar sixty a week? That's like, like a beer a day almost. Yeah. You or fact, more than but that. But you don't drink them all here. No. No. Oh, I leave them, I leave them behind. Right. Till next time. Yeah. They're, they're my tips. You bring a 30 pack in like between one week and the next week, it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Spe- speaking of Jats, though, she was supposed to be here. Um, you guys, what's her full name? Her. Uh, Jacqueline Smith. Jacqueline Smith. And we, we call her. That's a fucking porn name if I ever heard one. It actually is. She is a porn star. She's so fucking beautiful. I am the luckiest man to have met her and have literally found my soulmate. I, we found each other. It was actually fate. And uh, if she had have jumped on this podcast, you set up a Nets mic, you guys would have understood what it meant and appreciated it. But she just was under the weather. It's a long drive. She's yeah. a long way. It didn't happen. But I'm telling you, man. I feel uh, like at 1120 on the first night you've been invited to this podcast, we still have a lot to go over. I was I was just gonna say that I would love to have you so back. Yeah, we can absolutely get you back. Her, so how do you know well. her? And you said she was some sort of groupie slash also industry person. Uh, how do you guys know each other? How did you meet? And how did you um, become together? So, if funny enough, uh, in August I was fixing my boat had my carburetor that I rebuilt in my garage that I removed the night before and like thought I put all the seals together and like my boat wasn't running right never has I just bought it it was like a COVID boat I bought it during COVID paid way too much money for a broken boat okay give me give me a little bit of details on this boat because I'm more interested in the boat right now than I am in your girl (laughs) so it's actually it's actually a sick boat it was a 20 foot um, Tahoe cool Tahoe and uh, yeah, it's a fish and sea. So it had like the for if you catch fish, you got yep, like a live yep, well yep. and shit. 
190 horsepower motor, so if it ripped, you could pull people nice. on the tube. But it fucking wouldn't run right. It left us stranded more times than it, it took us for a good ride. That's so I was like, dude, it's not big carburetor. Let's, yeah. Let's no. So I'm walking out. down the pier with my rebuilt carburetor like, yes, man, this is it. I got this yeah. shit fixed. And I see this beautiful woman two piers over with my buddy Graham. And uh, she catches my eye. I catch her eye. But I'm like, oh, it's with my buddy Graham. Like, this ain't happening. And he leaves to go to the bathroom. And she goes, hey, man, what's up? <laughs> you want a drink? I hadn't had a drink for like eight months. Oh. I was stone cold sober <laughs> going through a divorce. And she, she's and like. And you go, yeah, of course I, I do. I, I, I yeah. said, is that a long island iced tea? She said, hell yeah. I said, let's go. So she gives my first drink in eight months. You're like, fuck sobriety. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. I, like, I wasn't sober. You weren't about to be like, actually, I don't drink anymore. <laughs> I wasn't. Well, I literally wasn't sober because they didn't want to drink or had a problem. I just was like, you know, going through a shitty situation, full, full on, like, father mode with I, i've got my two kids and my ex was out of the picture and this beautiful woman offered me a drink how could you say no how i could, could you and so i have a drink with her we exchange numbers and we have been rock solid ever since and i've never been compatible with another so woman what happened to your life. buddy graham over there so well before we exchange numbers he leaves to go to the bathroom for apparently his sixth shit of the day oh sh- and uh, as soon he was as drinking too much, no, he he, he <laughs> was too healthy. I, I think with these healthy guys that have too many supplements, they like gotta drop a deuce. Like, so it's gotta times. be like a twenty-five minute shit. Yeah. So he he bounced, and she's like, <laughs> "By the way, I'm not with this guy, but I think you're hot." I'm like, "No way! Like, you're the hottest girl I've ever fucking seen in my <laughs> life, and you're talking to me." Like Wicked. a guy with a broken boat? She's like, no, like, you're like awesome. And she thinks I look like Gordon Ramsay. She ain't but there it, for a the good boat, version. Bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah, like, yeah, yo, yeah. man, you're like the hot version of Gordon Ramsay, and I think you're hot as shit. Can I get your number? I'm like, yeah, here's my number. And she was single, and I was Okay, single. quick question. There's a lot of uh, red flags here because why the fuck would you want to date Gordon Ramsay? <laughs> she is infatuated this motherfucker, and I happen to it, have. It's, it's like that guy with the blonde can you cook? hair. I can cook like a motherfucker. All right. Up well, until we, up until the moment we've been I cooked about, a steak and she choked on this. it and had to go to the hospital <laughs> and she almost died like two months ago. Oh god! Literally, I had to try to resuscitate her, call an ambulance, and she had the my my steak. Okay, that's put a, it this that's way. her problem for my not being steak, able to take a proper bite. My steak was so good she couldn't take a small bite. She wanted to wolf that shit down. She's like, this guy can cook a motherfucking steak. I what do you like to? How do you like to cook a steak? Rare. Yeah. What Fuck. kind of what cut? What have? Where, where you get it from? Well, How do you like it? We'd want to go like uh, filet mignon. Okay. Uh, where but, do you Where do you buy your meat from? Dude, I'll take any meat. I'll make it. Helenda's. Good. I've never been to. I haven't been to Helenda's for like ten years, man. They had oh, good okay. bacon though. They had good bacon. I only so ask because we're, we're looking for you, sponsors. You live in fucking downtown <laughs> Whippy. Yeah. Where do you get your meat from, like, if you have to? Fuck, man, like Loblaws or just, some shit. Just the yeah, just standard a local grocery, grocer. Store. Okay. Loblaws sure. owns everything. So. Yeah, but we're looking for local sponsors. So, like, Helena's <laughs> is the bomb. Helena's yeah. is the bomb. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. yeah, I I would totally, like, they have the best bacon. I've never bought a steak from there, but I know it's the best. I just, I don't live close enough to justify the. Helena's, like, I can ride my bike to Helena's. If I if they were True. close, that would be my go to, and I guarantee you, like they are the bomb dot com. Yeah, yeah. I don't think anybody has actually said that in public for at least fifteen years. 
What, Hollanders? Thebomb.com. So I just uh, <laughs> think that uh, we uh, owe an acknowledgement to uh, bringing that back into the mix. Let's you mean you mean the bomb hot sauce? Thebomb.com. Thebomb.com. What what is that? It was <laughs> he a, doesn't even know what exactly. <laughs> We're bringing it back. It, was a, it was a saying. You know, like, you know from what? Like 1999. <laughs> I'm 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 older <laughs> than you. Fucker. I know. You're like a year younger than me. But we, here's what yeah, I know. I know. Right? I might be fucking young, but it, like I still caught up with all the shit. <laughs> yeah. From fucking Austin Powers. I, I think between right me and Matt, now. I think that's when the page turn oh some of me and johnny are like on the same page though. but he's so much younger oh, and he's a beauty oh, can i just say johnny's a beauty i'm glad to have you here matt no you honestly thank you for having me in your blessed home this is so epic yeah this is a fucking wicked ride Ugh. Listen, so if, you need to, um, if you need to get a cab home, uh, you can just park your fucking rig in front of mine tonight. Th- yeah. That's okay. Uh, it's a keys to uh, Like, I'm not driving tonight. There, there's uh, no chance. Yeah. Fair <laughs> enough. You now, just, now that we've had yeah, that, now yeah, that we've had enough. You don't need your uh, truck out of the driveway in the morning? I don't have a lot of work right now. Okay, cool. <laughs> this couch is looking sweet. Um... Yeah, I'll do keys to us or a cab, but like, uh, or I'm moving on the street for you. But yeah, um, this is this is funny. I'm gonna point out a lot of things yeah. in my basement. Right now. I brought my tent. It's gonna be in your <laughs> lawn. I awesome. I pitched my tent a long time ago. <laughs> well, my well, my dad. As soon as I walked in. in the basement, I pitched the tent. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Me too. When my dad moved in, he uh brought this chair. This is his, like, you know, chair. Okay, first of all, I love your respect for family and your father. Like, I, is your father still around? Yeah, he's, he's upstairs. <sighs> Are you serious? Your <laughs> yeah. father lives here? Yeah. Okay, Su- super cool. He, um, that's also his, uh, his other couch. Um, we, have a, we have a very weird relationship because um, he wa- I'm one of five kids, and he wasn't around, like, a lot when I was um, young. Older or younger? I'm the second of five. So you're older. Uh, yeah, I guess. Um, so I have a sister that's two years older, a brother that's two years younger, a sister that eight is eight years younger, and then a brother that's ten years younger. Are they all the same, mama? Yep. Oh wow. Yes. Yeah, yeah. it's shocking that in, is, in yes. Oshawa. Yeah. Or well, they, we were from here. <laughs> that's a that's a Brooklyn thing. No, I I just moved here. Um, I'm trying to give you <laughs> some credit. Yeah. yeah. No, um they don't well, have the stars on the uh on the garage door or no. the uh garage door. No, but you're open. so your mother and father are still together. No, um But they, they were throughout this yes. like birthing They process. only split up like a couple of 2 3 years ago. And um <laughs> What a shame, man. Yeah. Beautiful my, family and uh, My dad uh is uh dying of um liver cancer right now no way yeah so he doesn't come down here a lot is there anything you could do for him like is there a <clears throat> homeopathic thing like well i can't give him my liver <laughs> no but <laughs> that's for goddamn sure but i've seen some shit though where yeah. you could have like a shot of like olive oil uh lemon juice and like fucking uh cayenne pepper and it'll like cleanse your liver so he's been um Overly sober for about uh, just over a year now. That'll stop the process from right. getting worse, but ha- right. we, we want to heal it. So he d- he definitely takes um, as many supplements as uh, I can throw his way. Um, so you're on the homeopathic journey? 
myself personally, no, I'm in the destructive journey right now. But but you're trying to help him on the homeopathic. Yeah, he's he's understood that there's uh, other ways of dealing with it, and you know he's always doing some things that are good for him. But I mean, he's on the list for a transplant right now. Okay, like it's as bad as that. But that'll save his life if he gets one. Yeah, and so- uh, I have a sister who's 28 that's um, volunteered to give him half her liver. They'll both survive if she. Did. Oh yeah, absolutely. Let's and, go. Um, Let's go. Yeah. So that's uh, you know, what I'm what I'm living with in in this house right now. Does he have like? Is he crucial? He needs it sooner than later, or does he have some time? No, I think there's um, I think there's a good a good shred of time that he's able to be in right now, and and he's you know very uh, present in our family and uh, productive and drives my girls to school you know wow. he's he's up and active and you know like see that keeps him alive man being a part of your kids like his grandkids like that, yeah that's, that gives him reason to live he's not to do well man he's not to pull out of this and honestly the way technology is gone they could grow a heart liver yeah, any fucking organ in a petri dish and they take your cells so yeah. your body will accept it yep. and they have this technology they could take his cells grow in the petri dish grow a new liver they don't need a transplant from somebody else they'll grow from his cells his liver yep. i don't know if we need the money for it whatever and if we do let's donate start a gofundme but we we could save this and prolong his life like we we, could, we have this technology we're he's not, not at the point where it's gonna be you know but let's do it now and then he can fucking live yeah and and and, and you know what it's, it's good that he's getting up and taking your girls to school and stuff like that yeah because um, purpose gives you and here I am destructing my own liver in my fucking basement yeah I know (laughs) me too but like my mom my mom's having a hard time walking now and and it's to the point where she doesn't walk she uses a walker we're living longer than we ever have in the past bullshit my mom my mom no actually do you realize that they they pulled out our genes apparently this is the story I heard is that we used to live three times as long and that was a problem in the early population control. They hmm. actually, we're, we are, we already all have the alien DNA, and now we're fucking. Uh, instead of living to like three hundred years old, we, we have a maximum life expectancy of one hundred twenty years. Three hundred? Yeah. We used to live to three hundred years. Yeah, old? like in the the Mayans, the Egyptian what the days. Fuck? Yeah, no, I don't know if I want to live to three hundred. That that was a problem and an issue before, which is why we've been altered. But like, this is going back. Oh, our, if you look at our tets, man, it only goes back a couple hundred years. It doesn't even cover this shit. How old would you want to live if you had a choice? I don't know if I want to live past a hundred. Right. <laughs> 70, I'd like to, Seventy sounds good to let's me. Let's start yeah, fresh. I mean, right? Let's end it. Start over. Which I mean, is probably why, like, Chester Bennington and fucking uh, fuck Chris Cornell. Chris Cornell, man, shit, yeah. But you know what? They were going to start that documentary of fucking, yeah. like, the whole uh, child fucking... Uh, child pornography ring and shit. Yep. Yeah. Well, I don't know. They I, mysteriously died. I'm 43, and I'm already getting tired. Man, I got gout. <laughs> <laughs> and you're taking turmeric and shit. Like yeah. Like I mean, I'm taking supplements to make... Uh, you know life better like how how the fuck am i gonna make it to a hundred here's the thing i don't want to like 
constantly decay until the time I'm 70. I just want to be like, okay, until I'm 70 and then drop fucking dead. That'd be great. Like if I could see my son get married and yeah, maybe have, be like, nice, right? have a kid. Yeah. And then I'll be like, peace out. It's funny to think about how our parents were when they were 40 and 50 and like we're they looked way older than us now you think so <laughs> yeah well you got a green fucking mohawk yeah, yeah. <laughs> you still look, you look like, like you're 15. I, I i look at my grandparents photos when they were like almost my age like, yeah yeah and they have gray hair and they're all like saggy skin and wrinkly oh damn man that's like oh my god like my uh, yeah. well maybe like You've seen my dad pretty recently. Yeah, of course. I mean, he's not even that fucking gray yet. No. 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 It's a wonder, like, he's fucking dying up there of liver cancer. But I can show you pictures of my grandparents when my parents were, like, 35. Yeah. And I was 15. Yeah. And my grandparents were, like, 60. You, when and when you were and like me and your old. brother go out to the bar, they always confuse him for the older brother. Always, yeah. always, always, all That's the time. That's because you at have work. a fucking snake bite piercings and a green mohawk. They think, yeah. Dustin, <laughs> they think Dustin's older than you. Yeah, all the oh, yeah. time, oh, yeah, all yeah, the yeah. time. Oh, even always, even yeah. before I had the snake bite piercings and the green mohawk. Shit, eh? Because Dustin works in sales and he always dresses nice. It's the smile, man. <laughs> no, and that the, the laugh, like you're you just you you. Me and Dustin laugh the exact same. That's you true. Do actually, they do. And you yeah. sound the same, actually. Yeah. Remember the podcast? You're For like, sure. this is gonna be hard to differentiate yeah. between Shane and Dustin. And that's when Dustin was like, "I'll just talk like this." <laughs> <laughs> no, it yeah, is I the Mohawk. You're right. I, I yeah. told him uh, after I met, so I met him for the first time when I came to your house last year for the for the party that you Matt came Rocks. right. Oh, yeah. he's a beauty. And I was like. Yeah. The second time I met him, I was like, dude, the first time I met you, I thought you were gay. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. I just I just straight up thought you were gay. Like, yeah, I, you were you're way too fucking smiley for a guy of your age. Yeah. You're fucking clean shaven and you're like clean. <laughs> yeah, you're gay. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. No, he's actually hosting an open mic right now at the Bitmore. Yes, I know he, is, he invited all of us to come out and. I know. Uh, if I wasn't here, I'd be there. I know. Same. Yeah, yeah. We were, we were all like, uh, "Yeah, we have podcast that night." Actually, yeah, I know. So, uh, I was actually wondering, Shane, why is Dustin doing a uh, open mic on the same night as your podcast? Uh, well, uh, he's uh, already been a guest too many times on our podcast. Yeah, so he's not invited back, so he had to do something with this Thursday. No, but no. I'm you know what? He he actually did say previously before opting into an open mic night. He said he really wanted to just come and be a visitor to watch tonight's. Yeah? Yeah, he did. He wanted to be uh, here. If, Ju if Dustin was here, I would be, you wouldn't be able to handle me. Cause I, I, like, he, he wanted I feel to be, the energy. He, like, wanted, so he wanted to be a heckler in the background. I love that. When, when, I would when we, love that. When we have four people uh, yeah. here, <laughs> it's actually so hard to manage on the computer because like right now we have three of us and this is yeah. comfortable. Yeah. And then we have like one outside uh audio track for like playing music or whatever but when we have four people which we did once or twice i have to like be like a fucking uh telephone operator yeah with, like, yeah, all yeah. The fucking microphones and everything hey dave's like, not on pull yeah, dave back yeah, in uh, yeah, it's just why trouble. you clipping stop clipping all right Ugh. so going back to um you have a tune you know yeah yeah you were talking about um 
you know, your parents, you know, kind of abandoning you for a bit when you were trying to follow your dreams. And I felt the same way going through me trying to follow my dreams. Um, Johnny, am I hooked up here? Yeah. Look. I'm on Wi-Fi. Or Bluetooth. Yep. Um, I just wanted to play since we need some more CanCon. We're gonna go back to some forty one. Yes. This is uh some forty one walking disaster on punkrockdadcast.com. We're back. <laughs> and we're back. Uh, so we were just actually sitting here talking about growing up, name changes, different, you know, 
I don't know if Matt's comfortable or Johnny's comfortable or anyone's comfortable, but you know, just uh, oh yeah, my fucking stage name over here is Johnny Zero. Yeah, but my legal real name is, and I hope everybody hears this for the sake of uh, identity theft, uh, Edmund John Patty <laughs> Jr. Yeah. And on some of my college certificates, it says Edmund John Jr. Patty, like I'm not a fucking discount hamburger. But, uh, you know, I mean, I have to live with it. Yeah, and I was just saying how uh, my middle name's actually Steven. Ha! Yeah, yeah. Check it. After my dad, his first name's Steve, which is Steven as well. And uh, apparently my real name is Steven. Not Matt. Not Matt. Not I, Matt. I didn't even know my name was Matt till I was 17. My whole introduction to your life is a lie. It's right? a fact. And everyone who's met me before you knows me as Matthew. Matt. Matty. And everyone of my friends. Like, I had a thousand friends named Matt growing up. It was a Matt thing. Like, hey, Matt. Matt. We were the Eminem and M. Like, we were always. Right. Did you guys have a fight one day? At the pier where you all got together and fought for the name Matt? I lost. And it became <laughs> Steven. <laughs> I, I saw this Facebook thing once. It was like uh, somebody invited 1,000 Joshes to come and meet up at the pier. And it was like the winner gets to be Josh. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What did the loser get? I Nameless, endless, nameless. <laughs> Chaz. Chaz. Yeah, 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 yeah. Chaz. Or it was like that time you had uh, when we had herpes. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> when we had Dusty on the show and you're like talking about the other guy, I think Brent, or who was it? Oh, yeah. Dusty. Dusty Brandon. Because he was Dusty. Yep. And Dusty was like, no, he can have it. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's Dusty. We have uh, yeah. two Brandons in my band, and one's uh, Uncle Dusty. Because if v. you slap him on the shoulder, he's fucking dusty. Yeah. And then Uncle Fresh, because if you slap him on the shoulder, he smells good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Uncle D is mm. Uncle D. Well. So there's many names going around. But anyway, uh, all these street names. Uh, I've been... If you haven't already checked out um, Home Street Home, which was a, street, uh, uh, a Broadway production by... Fat Mike from NoFX. It's a really awesome Broadway production. I haven't seen it yet, but I know you sent me the link and I want to. Yeah. But I just wanted to bring up the fact that Green Day did it first. NoFX did it better. Okay. How do you justify yourself? Because I haven't watched the Green Day one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good... All right. I'll make you a deal. Okay. You watch the Green Day one this week. And you watch the No Effects one. And I'll watch one. the No Effects one. Okay. I also love No Effects, so I will absolutely do that. Okay. But I don't love uh, No Effects as much as you love Green Day. Right. So we're going to be both be biased. I right. Biased. You love Green Day better than I no definitely do. Yes, and I definitely love No Effects more than he loves so Green Day. Right. So, so I will we're post. We're going to get together next week and talk about this. I will post both. Broadway performances on our website and we will let our listeners are we talking about good as in uh, public reception or are we talking about good as in a very subjective way of you and I looking at things subjective 
<laughs> How do you feel? Well, you find me the Green Day one. I have the No Effects final. I'm happy to talk about this. I am too. Uh, I, and you know what? The clip that you sent me the other day of uh, you know the chick blowing the dude for the first time and getting it from behind and singing, uh, that was a very powerful uh, and poignant it was, um, and that was a no effect song. Yeah, of course. And turned right. into Broadway. Right. And I don't think the subject matter was necessarily that um, uh, X rated in the Green Day um, American Idiot on Broadway, but uh, I've seen American Idiot on Broadway two times once in New York on Broadway and once here in Toronto, and I actually tried out or uh, auditioned for that. Yes. Which was cool. I didn't get it. Did you do it from behind or? I, uh, <laughs> I did it from in front. I okay. stood there with my fucking, the guitar that's on that wall over there. And I sang a Thrice song. Thrice. Yeah. Artist in the ambulance? Uh, actually, it was. Um, You're giving Eminem credit now. Yeah, I know. Uh, it was um, Stare at the Sun. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. 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 And uh, yeah, I didn't get it. No but uh, I mean, I, obviously, you know, I'm not cute enough. I but think, um, anyway, I, I want to check out that uh, that NoFX one because it's like it's like rent on steroids. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I've seen like what you've sent me of it, and it definitely looks gritty and cool. It's and, super cool. The yeah. lighting, everything. But like, I, like, it's crazy. Like, I feel like you have to be a punk to understand that. And when it comes to like. A punk or a street kid right. or anything like that. When it comes like to shows that. like Rent and it's like gay and AIDS and everything, it's like you have to be a, a bohemian. Yeah. And of that type of, right? It's not necessarily a punk like mentality when you yeah. go and watch a show like that. But can, can you punks really, can understand it. Can you really classify like No Effects and Green Day in the same genre? Like was isn't one indie and one's mainstream? Like you, how, how they're, you both, they're both mainstream classified as punk. I don't I, think no I, I offense think, is mainstream. No, Green Day uh, definitely is. Okay, not, no, but at one point in the time of their life, they were both the same. Is this when the movies were constructed? No, 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 not one at was all. done in like 2007. And one was done like what 2019? This no effects, one? no effects was yeah, just a couple of years Recently, ago. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah, but. They both come from the same era, same genre, same ideas. Sure. Um, I feel like it was a little bit um, inconsistent of no effects and their fans to criticize Green Day for being sellouts for doing a fucking Broadway show when Mike became transgender or transgender cross cross yeah 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 and then did because the there, there is a thing in his there, there is a lot of transgender stuff going on in this in this broadway for sure and you know and, what i'm willing to absolutely look at it and, and, and it, it is it is it's really good it's really well written right and um i mean we 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 respect a lot of artists like uh laura jane grace and uh, of course of course and and it's beyond that. It's it's looking at the uh, the poor people that can't get by. It's people that you know get kicked out of homes and and can't afford living, or even uh, parents that can't survive, or or adults that can't afford rent, having to live on the streets with all this inflation and and rent. And it's like, 
holy shit. Like, is dude, this, I'm about to not be able to afford my rent. Too. Is this where I'm headed? Like I watch yeah. this, I watch this and I'm like, Oh, okay. Is this where I'm headed? Yeah. <laughs> like, Do you guys realize that it, it tats was, uh, supposed to be a temporary thing. First world war. They implemented it to like fund the great war, the first world war. And it just stuck around. And we, yeah. no, no one said, no, I don't want to pay income tax. But we should have, like, back in 1949 said, yeah, that that, that was a nice idea, government, uh, income tax. But we already pay tax on everything we spend. Why we're going to pay it on everything we make and get double tax. But right. here we are in fucking 2023. Yeah. Paying pay, pay tax on everything we make and everything now, we spend. Now, yeah. these are the kind bullshit. of things that I really like to talk about. Let's when, go, Johnny. When we, when Johnny, we, <laughs> hey, how you doing? I mean, Let's go. Because I just woke up. It's Let's brutal. Tax Dude, it, it's like you Double make tax. i mean and you and i are oh, well, uh, self-employed. self-employed so so i th- i think it's I a little bit different for us oh i just hit a nerve it's a little bit Johnny's different awake. for us let's go <laughs> i, mean, I got to get a yeager bomb for a guy like Shane and for a girl like my wife you make uh an hourly amount sure you're taxed on that amount and and then the amount that you spend on everything that you spend is also taxed because you're paying 13 fucking percent hst on everything that you buy so what are you left with Fucking fifty percent of your wages, if, if forty four percent of your wages, if you're actually lucky, uh, is that nice? No. And what does the government do with that fifty percent of all of our wages? Who gives fucking it knows? Away to other countries or yeah. waste it on projects that don't get fucking finished or. You know, like, <laughs> oh man, we can go into hours and hours of details about yeah. that oh, particular sure. yeah, and how yeah, misspending yeah. is, uh, you know, terrible, especially within our country. But f- more for me, it's like I'm really lucky and glad that, uh, you know, I can write the things off that I can write off as a business owner myself. And I'm very, very, uh, you know, lucky to be considered among those that, you know, can have that flexibility of income. And, uh, you know, my wife still is a nurse and she's probably at the fucking bottom of the totem pole with all the types of people who, you know, enter that industry. And, uh, you know, it sucks because she makes decent money, but she's probably taxed a, a fucking third of it before she even leaves the building. Fucking horseshit. Yeah. Speaking and then, of, do and you have then, any gout medication? I do. You need some? <laughs> Maybe. I, I have three kinds. What do you need? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I have endomethacin. <laughs> I have uh, allopurinol. <laughs> yeah, your bicep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the opposite. <laughs> but yeah, man. I mean, she's a champion for all things health, and um, I really respect her uh, opinions on um, what we need as a society to move forward and to you know help us through these these dark times and um oh fuck yeah she's a frontline worker i respect the shit out of that and i give her kudos i wish i met her tonight but she came i tried to call her down and she yelled at me well i (laughs) at at some point i will be here and i will give her a fucking hug absolutely uh, give her kudos so i appreciate it for sure we had one guest on and she uh brought down a plate of tea oh yeah yeah galen galen Yeah. yeah right 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 one of my electrician buddies and he came and uh yeah, we had a nice tea that night. Yeah, and I was uh being totally sober that night as well. Yeah, because he didn't drink really either, totally so spot. she she brought down a nice thing of tea. Yeah, yeah. 
sometimes we have sober nights. This yeah. wasn't one of them. Yeah. <laughs> As you can hear from us burping every 15 seconds. <laughs> well, so, but it's 11:59. I think we're going to pretty much wrap it up for the night. So yeah, I was just going to play I was going to play that one song I had you queue up. Oh yeah. Uh this was going back to uh me and Maddie Home Street Home. Oh no, yeah, right. Yeah, oh right, right, right. Where my life might be headed. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll save that for another episode. Right, Here's right. two minutes and sixteen <laughs> seconds worth of uh it says by Urban Campers. Yep. Urban so Campers. It's, it's, not... it's Urban Campers, Home Street Home. It's a play written by uh, Fat Mike from NoFX. Cool. Hey. Cheers, everybody, and uh, thank you, Matt, for uh, coming on the show tonight. Hey, man, to be continued. Thank you. Absolutely. Sure. Cheers. Thanks, Matty. Ciao.